Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're on episode 100. That's right, we've made it to episode 100. This is a huge, I mean, just a huge thank you to everybody who's ever listened, whether it's only one episode or two or three, like it means a lot that you clicked on the page just to see what it was about. And if you didn't like it, well, I'm glad you clicked on it anyways. And that's, that's, that's really nice that you would take your time, even if it was for one second to click onto my, onto my podcast. I, I appreciate it. And it means a lot and it's only going to keep on growing more and more and more. So I thought because this is the hundredth episode, we could take a look at some other, you know, hundred things. So, right now I have one hundred, uh, one hundred best books ever made, hundred best movies, hundred best video games, and a hundred funniest jokes. So, we would be here forever if I actually read every single one, you know, one on the list. Uh, and it's not that we don't have the time. It's just that, you know, I, I feel like people's attention span would kind of blank out and they'd be like, oh, you know, I don't have the time. You know, like they'd rather just read the list. So rather instead, I'm going to go through, you know, by the tens, you know what I mean? So it'd be 100, then it'd be the 90s, then it'd be the 80s, 70s and so on and so forth. So that way you kind of get a little a little piece of everything and uh, we can kind of go through it from there. So I'm going to start with the books because they're probably the most boring ones. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, books are books are very important. Anyways, uh, this list is from. OK, it's called RD.com. So if you're mad at me for not putting your favorite book up here, you know, and this is all subjective. Obviously, this is somebody's opinion. This isn't, you know, this isn't really up for uh, a debate. I'm just saying, you know, this this thing already has it put out here and I'm just reading it back to you. So, and this isn't my list per se, but these are, you know, these are books. Anyways, number one is Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy from 1878? No. So, it's a love story about a Russian. I mean... Kudos, you know, shout out to to Leo Tolstoy, you know, that guy, that guy's standing the test of time here, but definitely, you know, I, don't you think that there is some better, you know, that's such a long time ago to think that romance, you know, obviously romance has lasted a long time, but to think that that kind of passion written down that many years ago can still continue on to this day, you know what I mean? It just, it feels so different. Anyways, number two. To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, 1960. Uh, it's a good book, great read. Um, I've read the book, I've watched the movie. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's uh, all around a great a great book, great movie as well. I think they they do a good job uh, dealing with kind of the you know some of the some of the themes in the book and understanding that certain details about it that are still can be applied to today's you know sadly some of this stuff is still applicable i mean some of it will be some of it won't be but you know it's it's still applicable into today's age all right number three where the sidewalk ends by shell silverstein 1974 so it kind of looks like uh it's just poems and drawings which is sweet it's nice it's like a little kid's book okay we're gonna skip through some of these Oh, they put The Shining by Stephen King, 1977. Yep, that's a good one. 
Um, the Fellowship of the Ring by J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, 1954. Sweet. Great fantasy book. Um, I haven't read it myself, but I know of the, uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings, and uh, I'm a big fan. So, The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, 1985. A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline uh, Elingle, 1962. I remember I read this book in school. I think I got it at like a... I don't know if I read it in the library or if I got it from the Scholastic Book Fair, but I know that I got the book at one point and I read it and I was like, wow, this is really good. This book and there was like another book. I, man, I, for some for the life of me, I can't remember it right now, but A Wrinkle in Time is good. Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. I mean, uh, I don't, I haven't read the book per se, but I've, I've seen seen the movie, or, you know, the adaptation. All the President's Men. Um, let's see. We're going to skip through a few of these. Oh, they put Dune by Frank Herbert, and they're, and they're coming out with the second one, so. Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Um... I know I had to read a book for like, I was taking like this uh, upper, div not uh, upper division, what was it? Like an AP course in high school and they had you like read a book. I don't think this was the book, but it was one of the other ones I think they were talking about. Um, 1984 by George Orwell. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking. That's number 21. Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. Let me see. Harry Potter at 24 by J.K. Rowling. And that's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, the Fault in Our Stars by J uh, John Green. I haven't read the book or watched the movie, but judging by, you, you know, you read like a synopsis of it and you can't, you get it, right? You don't need to do a full deep dive. Uh, you know, touching, heartwarming, you know, and just romance. Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. That's number 27. Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom, 1970. Um, Catch 22 by Joseph Heller, 1961. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Charlotte's Web at 33 by E.B. White. Let's take a look. Ooh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. As told to Alex Haley by Malcolm X and Alex Haley. That's number 36. Um, let's see what else is there. The Diary of a Young Girl by Anne Frank. Let's see. Um, man, a lot of these books are... I, I'm not going to say they're old. You know, obviously... They had a lot more to say back then because they were going through so much. But I'm just saying, you know, I was expecting a lot more, uh, maybe some more modern stuff, but maybe maybe in time we'll, we'll look back on those. Uh, number 46, Moneyball, The Art of Winning an Unfair Game by Michael Lewis. Of Human Bondage by W. Somerset Maugham, 1915. Um... Let's see, let's see, let's see. And The Age of Innocence by Edith Wharton, 1920. And that is number 55. All right. And now, one of these, 
you know what? I should probably read a little bit about what the book is. So, okay, let's let's take a look at. Oh, they put the catcher in the rye by J.D. Salinger. Um, let's see. The Giver by Lois Lowry at number 65. Let me think, let me think. They put The Great Gatsby at number 68. I don't know if this is ranking up or down, right? Because they already gave us number one. I don't know if one, number 100 is like the best of the best. Or maybe, you know, I, I don't know. Anyways. Um... The Long Goodbye by Raymond Chandler. So, The Long Goodbye is a murder mystery wrapped up in thrill and suspense. Philip Marlowe befriends a down-on-his-luck veteran, but several clever plot twists later, Marlowe's friendship with the vet leaves him in the eye of investigators and a gangster. Deeply dark and satisfying, The Long Goodbye belongs to a series of novels about investigator Marlowe. And critics quibble about which are the best. You can't go wrong with any. They are all must-read books. Hmm. Okay, so a little little murder mystery. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Uh, the Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat and Other Clinical Tales by Olive Sacks. That's number 74. One Doctor Finally... What? Okay, so... A doctor made... Uh, Put down some of his like kind of clinical stuff that he's doing, like taking care of people and whatnot. And he put like some of their uh, mishaps on paper. So, so somebody had like a neuro neurological disorder, and they thought their wife was a hat, something like that. Wow, I'm probably I'm probably messing all this up. Um, Let's see, what else is there? Okay, we're in the 80s now. And I don't mean like the, the, the 1980s, I mean like in the in the list. Um, Hamlet by William Shakespeare, 1603, dude. This is number 86, wow. Shakespeare, I, I was waiting for some Shakespeare. Man, this took a while. Okay, um... Or maybe I maybe I skipped it. Unbroken, a World War II story of survival, resilience, and redemption by Laura Hillenbrand. So, this I've I've seen the movie. Um, I probably should read the book. They probably give it go into a lot more detail. Uh, cause you know the the movie when whenever I see like biopic movies or like um, uh, obviously you kind of always a little bit like is that you know. You're not always so sure how uh, closely related it is, but obviously because it's a biography and people actually lived in real life and you can go, you know, you can historically check it out for for some of this one. Um, it's kind of it's kind of fun, but I've seen the movie. It's absolutely fantastic. The guy is un, unbreakable. He, he really is. Uh, it's the real story of Louis Zamperini or Louis. I don't know if it's Louis or Lewis. Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. I remember I read this book and I've watched the many iterations of the of the film. Um, and there was actually in the in Little Women, you know, there was actually a scene where like there was a uh, 
hydro flask back there. And I was just like, come on, you know, nobody saw this, you know, and obviously I, I go, I went to watch it to find it. And I don't know if they removed it or if, it, if I just missed it, but it, it's probably still there. Um, but, you know, who knows? The Color Purple by Alice Walker, number 92. Um, let's see what else is here. Wuthering, oh, this is the book. Wuthering Heights by Emily Bront, uh, 1847. This is the one, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. It even says it right here in the, in, the, in the description. So it says, could a book you read in high school really be considered one of the best books of all time? Yes, dude. I remember I read this book and I was just like, this book is so weird and it's so not what I was expecting and it just, it, it just, it's, uh, I mean, I don't want to give anything away about this movie, but I'm just saying like this movie, I, I mean, I mean this book, but this book was just, I guess I just wanted a summer vacation. I didn't want to have to do an assignment. So that's probably why I, I didn't like the book all that much, but it's, it's considered a great book. So maybe I, maybe I should give it a second read. Uh, number 95, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. I mean, I've, I've seen the movie, just the first one. Um, I don't, I kind of remember the second and third one, so not that much. But apparently they're doing remakes, so, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, and then let's just skip on down to number 100. A Visit from the Goon Squad by Jennifer Egan. So it's a Pulitzer Prize winning book. It's a series of 13 stories and the inter stories intersect through time, revealing each character's past and the way time changes us all. Hmm. That actually sounds like a pretty pretty good idea. I don't know if they all like come together in the end or like what where exactly all the relationship to each other is, but that's actually not a not a bad idea. That's cool. All right. So those are the 100 best books ever by rd.com so you can go check out that list if you so choose all right now we're gonna get into should we do the movies or should we do video games i feel like i feel like movies is more controversial okay whatever we'll do movies and this is from the american film institute.com so if you have a problem take it up with them all right and this is my viewpoint about movies okay but they're you know they're gonna put some of the some of the movies up on here so anyways number one is citizen kane number two is casablanca three is the godfather four is gone with the wind uh they put lawrence of arabia at number five the wizard of oz at number six the graduate at number seven hmm on the waterfront at number eight schindler's list singing in the rain all right, we're gonna we're gonna skip some of this because I'm j I just don't want to keep on reading names. Ooh, they put Star Wars at number fifteen, and I, I assume they mean like the first Star Wars. Uh, they put Psycho at number eighteen. Whoa, they put two thousand one: A Space Odyssey at twenty two. Um, maybe that's fair. I don't know. Anyways, they put Raging Bull at twenty four. E. T. at number twenty five. Let's see what else is there. They put. The Godfather Part Two at thirty, at uh, at number thirty-two. To Kill a Mockingbird is at number thirty-four. So you can kind of tell that maybe like, or or maybe that's the difference between like the films and the books, right? The books, uh, or maybe there's just not that much. There's a lot more competition with movies, I guess. You know, they they have a lot more to fight or overcome, whereas 
books are more, I don't know, dude, I don't know. But it's definitely up there. To Kill a Mockingbird is definitely up there. All right. What else is there? They put West Side Story at 41, Rear Window at 42, King Kong at 43, A Streetcar Named Desire at number 45, A Clockwork Orange at 46, Taxi Driver at 47, Jaws at 48, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves at 49, um, All Quiet on the Western Front at 54, The Sound of Music at 55, MASH. Is that a movie or that, I thought that was a show? Hmm. Anyways, um, they put Fantasia at 58, Rebel Without a Cause at 59, Raiders of the Lost Ark at 60, Vertigo at 61, let's see, The Silence of the Lambs at 65, alright, The Silence of the Lambs is really, I mean, the moment uh, they show uh, Hannibal Lecter, it's just absolutely I don't want to say chilling, you know, I, I didn't in per, per se get goosebumps, but when I first saw him, I was just kind of like, man, this guy, you know, that guy is evil. In the time when it was like, there weren't even supposed to be that many evil people, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe, maybe that's when they were at their evilest. But I'm just saying now, obviously with technology and with like more, uh, more killing techniques developed like it's it's very rare to find that very special select of people who are like him who are just you know obviously there's creeps every single day but i'm just saying like back then he was like a special he ate people i mean what is you know that's just nuts okay they put forrest gump at number 71 which is all right sweet they put weathering heights at 73 maybe i should really Maybe I should, you know, perhaps my taste has evolved. You know, maybe maybe I don't hate it anymore. Uh, Dances with Wolves at number 75. Rocky at 78. Um, they put Giant at 82. Fargo at 84. Duck Soup at 85. Hmm. That might be controversial. I don't know. Uh, Goodfellas at 94. Pulp Fiction at 95. The Searchers at 96. <laughs> And number 100 is Yankee Doodle Dandy. So, you know, go check out the list or not. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of uh, classics. You know, the, obviously they put a bunch of classics up in here. And I, I just feel like uh, my cinema experience is a bit biased. You know what I mean? Like, probably at the time when these movies came out, they were such a big deal. And they're were, and they obviously still important to cinema. And they're a great piece of uh, artistry and work. I just feel like, for me, um, some of these I've never even seen before. And I feel like they don't... I don't know how much they're going to impact my, my feelings about movies. But if they're that good, I should probably you know, dissect it and figure them out so that way I can apply them to other stuff. But those that's the list for now. Uh, go check it out at AFI.com, uh, American Film Institute. All right, let's get into these video games. Now, I don't, you know, I I like video games. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I might play some here and there. Uh, but, you know, would I say I'm like a, I play every single video game known to man? No. 
I just know I like to play sometimes and it doesn't really, you know, it's not a big, a big deal to me per se. So if your favorite video game isn't on this list or, you know, your favorite video game is ranked low, um, I don't know what they're basing this ranking on. Uh, obviously it's by, uh, how much people like it, you know, maybe sort of the impact at the time it was made, uh, classic play value. Can you replay it over and over again? So uh, things like that. So again, we're gonna go through it little by little. We're not gonna we're not gonna really dive in deep on every single one of these games, but we're gonna go through some of them, and uh, we're gonna hopefully I can figure out what most of these are because I'm already looking at the top of the list and I don't I don't recognize any of the games. So number one hundred, it goes from one hundred to number one. So right off the bat, it's it's completely different. Okay, one hundred. Borderlands 2. So, it's obviously a franchise. Um, and it's, it's obviously a sequel. They say the first one captured the attention of gamers, and the second one expanded it, obviously, like all, all good games do. Okay. Number 99, Divinity Original Sins 2. Hmm. So, okay, is it like a... Divinity's original sent man a lot of these are sequels up here okay number 98 final fantasy 7 hmm number 97 assassin's creed 4 black flag monkey island 2 lechuck's revenge okay so listen there, these are a lot of sequels that are that are put down here so that means that any regular video games I, i'm assuming that these uh beginner ones are probably up here as well Maybe. But Monkey Island 2? LeChuck's Revenge? I'm sh there has to be a better game than that one. Or maybe they're already up here. Okay, who knows? Okay. You know, I'm not gonna... You know, no judgment. No judgment. If you like Monkey Island 2, hey, sweet. You know, respect to you. Burnout 3, Takedown. So, this is the first of the trilogy, I guess. The other ones are like fourth or, or fifth, maybe. Um, but it's called an undeniable classic, and I have no idea what it's about. Fallout 2 at number 94. They put League of Legends at 93. Mega Man 3 at 92. Animal Crossing New Horizons at 91. So this is the one on the uh, Nintendo Switch. Wow. Got put pretty low. But then again, it is pretty new, and I don't know how it ranks along the other Animal Crossings. But I've played it. Nice nice stuff. Okay, uh, we're going to go straight to the 80s. Okay, so SimCity 2000 at number 89. And then we're going to skip down. Oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 at 86. Sweet. Um, let me see. Number... 80 is Dark Souls. So, it's saying it's boring uh, because of the difficulty. It, they're just calling it boring. But it's saying it's it's pretty good. It's got it's got some stuff in there. Number 79 is Fortnite. Wow. Crazy. I would I would imagine that'd be a lot higher, but do, do you guys remember when Fortnite came out? Fortnite was a huge deal. Fortnite was like 
Fortnite was the biggest thing in the world. I remember when it first came out and they were like, it's bringing people together again, you know? And now it's just become just such a, a normal thing. Like nobody, you know, everybody was like, it's going to phase out like all of the other great games do. Or, you know, they're going to come out with a sequel and it's going to continue the streak you know keep it alive but it's it's hung in there it's standing you know it's it's lasting a long time and i don't know what the next big thing will be after fortnite you know or it, it'll probably just stay relevant obviously because it, it keeps on coming out with new new stuff it comes out with new uh what's it called new skins to like wear they do all kinds of like promotional stuff so it's going to keep on going forever and ever and ever i mean it feels like it, it's not going anywhere <laughs> Uh, they put GoldenEye 007 at number 77. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at 76. I don't know if that's for the... Uh, yeah, it is for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, great game. Love that game. Okay, and number 72 is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Sweet. Uh, love me some good Mario Kart. Number 71 is Donkey Kong. Um, it doesn't say what kind of Donkey Kong. It just says Donkey Kong, so... You know, it could be just like the original. Number 70 is The Sims 3. They put at number 66, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. Uh, I mean, what, what, what can't you say about Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto is, I mean, it's got everything you want in there. Uh, this is San Andreas, though, so it's not the, it's not uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, but it's definitely up there. Um... Number 63, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I feel like they just keep on repeating the same old, same old. It's just, you know, it's just guns, isn't it? It's just, you know, they just shoot each other. It's just military. I guess the story is what's different. And I guess obviously the mechanics are evolved. The graphics get better. But I just remember like 10 years ago when, you know, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 came out. Or, you know, however long ago it was. And then obviously now, uh, the Black Ops again, and they keep on doing... Like, it's the same old, same old for me. Number 61 is Batman Arkham City. I think that's the... I don't know if that's the last one or the first one. Oh, it's the one... Okay. Hmm. I think it's the, I think it's the third one. I don't remember what the first one is called. I think it's like, uh, it's not Arkham City. It's it's like something else. It's it's just the begin the first one. Uh, so it's like Batman Arkham, you know, uh, Batman Gotham City for lack of the name of the word or whatever. And then I think they did Arkham Asylum, and then they did Arkham City, and then after that I think they did uh, Arkham Knight, something like that maybe. Um. All right, we're down in the 50s now. Number 57, Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. Oh, snap. Uh, wow, this is pretty low, especially for Uncharted. Uh, you know, a lot of people love Uncharted. Uncharted 2 is probably the, the best one out of uh, all of the other ones. Sweet. Number 56, they got Overwatch. Dude, I remember... Dude, didn't they just cancel Overwatch 2? Like the uh, story mode thing or whatever? I don't I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was supposed to supposed to be like a I think 
for the second one, they were like, we're going to do like a, a story mode for the next one because that's what the people wanted for the first one. And that's what I thought the first one was going to be. I thought it was going to have like a, a cool story mode because they were hyping up the, the characters with the... um. They were putting out like animated trailers to promote the game. And I was like, this is hype. This is so cool. This is like the greatest thing ever. And I was watching it and I was like, all right, the game's going to be sweet, right? And then it just ends up being like this online gameplay, which is like nothing wrong with that. It's pretty cool. But I just kind of wish that there was like the story aspect to it. You know, something something connected with it. But it, it, it wasn't. Number 55, Apex Legends. I think... Uh, uh, okay, forgive me. I almost thought that was the one where you're like, out in the wilderness. That's that, that's not, definitely not it. Um, okay, number 50 is Earthbound. And then they put... Number 47, World of Warcraft. Number 46, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. I think that's the... Um, Okay, yeah, so this is the, this is like the way, way, way before the first, uh, quote unquote, the first trilogy happened with uh, Luke Skywalker and then this is like however many years ago. So it just kind of gives you a, a little glimpse at the, uh, of the Jedis and stuff, like during that time and during that placement. Number 43, Pokemon Yellow. Wow. They put it that right there finally some pokemon uh they put it right there um cool uh obviously they didn't put red or blue there um but pokemon yellow is special because they give you pikachu to follow with you sweet that's nice um and number 40 they give resident evil 4 so i guess i guess we're getting closer to the top we're in our 30s now number 37 red dead redemption wow Red Dead, I mean, Red Dead Redemption is really good. I just, I thought it'd be a lot higher. Me, you know, this is me talking, but obviously uh, the other ones must be a lot better. So here we go. Number 34, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Sweet. You know, love a good, love a good Zelda. Number 33, Minecraft. Wow. You know, I, number 33, Minecraft. I guess it would really depend on the other... You know, let's see which one's above it. Halo Combat Combat Evolved. I, I haven't played it. I haven't played it. I, I know Halo. I just... I haven't played Combat Evolved. I don't... I don't know. I mean... I guess it's better than Minecraft. I don't know. Uh, number 30. Final Fantasy... Uh, is that 14? Yeah, Final Fantasy 14. Sorry. Man, I'm I'm an idiot. All right, we're in our 20s now. Number 28, Tetris. Sweet, Tetris is cool. Tetris is it always messes up messes me up in the arcade. You ever play played in the arcade and you're like, "I can do it. I can do it." And then you mess up and you're just like, "Darn it, so close." Number 25, God of War. Number 23, Portal. Sweet. Number 22, Street Fighter 2. Number 20 on Super Mario Bros. They don't say, don't say which one, but they just say Super Mario Bros. So I'm going to take that to mean it's like the original one, not the, you know, not like another one. Um, number 20, Undertale. Undertale is nice. 
Undertale is nice. Um, let's do number 15, Halo 2. So apparently that one was like Xbox's like huge game. That was like a huge game for Xbox Live. Uh, and it, I guess it brought people together. That's what, you know, that's what this thing is telling me. Halo 2. Shout out to Halo 2. Uh, number 12, Grand Theft Auto 5. Wow. All right. It's, it's up there. It's a, it's at number 12, not top 10, you know, very close, but not top 10. Number 11, Super Mario Bros. 3. So close to top 10. It's not top 10, but it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, it's up there. Almost, almost breaks top 10. All right. Now we're at top 10. Now, chances of me playing all of these top 10 games are, very low but then again you know i don't i don't play a whole lot of video games anyway so here we go disco number 10 disco elysium elysium i think i I think i said that right number nine half-life 2 first person shooter game hmm okay well half-life 2 shout out to you Number eight, Red Dead Redemption 2. Here we go, Red Dead Redemption 2. Definitely. So, okay, so it's like they're they're equating Red Dead Redemption 2 to Grand Theft Auto 5, where it's like, it's obviously open world and you can kind of do your thing. Cool. Good, good work. Number, that's number eight. Number seven, Mario, Super Mario 64. Hmm. Super Mario 64. All right. You know what? Got to give it to them. I- I'm-, I'm reading the synopsis. Um, I mean, you know, they're basically just saying kind of like, it's such an achievement. It's such a great game. It's the it's a, it's a an amazing Mario game. It definitely does everything for you. I'm like, yep, that's pretty, pretty much it. All right, number six, Mass Effect 2. Never played it. Um... Seems like a, a space game of sorts. Sweet. Mass Effect 2. Number 5, Super Metroid. Does that mean there's like a regular Metroid? Or... You know what? I'm just gonna... You know, I'm just gonna let it be. Number 4, The Legend of Zelda. A Link to, to the Past. So... Uh... So this one sees Link swordless, and he just kind of, obviously he has to fight Ganon. Yeah, because why wouldn't he? And he has to save Princess Zelda, and just, you know, kind of the same old, same old for for Link. He has to do everything on his own and save the world. Shout out to Link. Number three, Portal 2. Way better than Portal 1, am I right? Number two. Super Mario World. Wow. So, again, it's it's the same old, same old with Mario, you know? But it's it has such an amazing impact. You can't deny it. So it's a simple game, but it's it's a lot of fun. And it's great for everybody who, who likes, you know, maybe like gets people started playing video games, essentially. And then number one, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I mean, and they just released the second one. So this one, 
this one is crazy. This one is so expansive. There's so much to do in that game. It, it really... And it was also released with the Nintendo Switch at the time. So it was just super cool to have all of that compiled together for for the world. I mean, just a, a great game overall. And you can just get lost in that in that whole world for forever. Um, I've played it. I think it's fantastic. It's absolutely... I mean, the graphics are exactly what you want. They're they're breathtaking. They're beautiful. The action is... I mean, you can definitely do whatever you want in that game. And it even expands even more in the second one. So definitely a, a good pick. Um, and, you know, there, there are any number of other games as well that they could have added on. But that's number one for now. Great stuff. So, shout out to them. And that's IGN.com, if you want to look that up. They put that on there. All right, and then we're going to close it off with a joke. Uh, these are the top 100 jokes, funniest jokes from the last 100 years. So, let me just, you know, read the first one. <clears throat> Why don't pirates take a shower before they walk the plank? They just wash up on shore. Okay, that one, you know, pirate jokes are, you know, always don't do all that well. All right. Okay, so this one's called a taxing situation. Okay, a taxing situation, and it goes like this. A new simplified income tax form contains only four lines. What was your income for the year? What were your expenses? How much you ha do you have left? Number four, send it in. Uh, okay, so listen, these these aren't you know. Let me let me scroll down to some of the better ones. Hopefully, please. Okay, kidding around. This is all right. This is the last one we'll read. Okay. Uh, I I don't know what's going on with this. I, I really don't. Okay, on a Miami to Chicago flight was a lively youngster who nearly drove everyone crazy. He was running up and down the aisle when the flight attendant started serving coffee. He ran smack into her and knocking a cup of coffee out of her hand and onto the floor. As he stood by watching her clean up the mess, she glanced up at the boy and said, Look, why don't you go and play outside? So, okay, so so if you're not laughing, uh, I, I'm totally with you. Um, that, you know, that was... 1955 someone came up with that joke. Come on. All right, you got to you got to you know, you got to kind of take it easy. It, it it can't all be comedy gold, you know what I mean? But they're saying at the time. All right. <clears throat> it's called I mean, these are just so not it. These, these jokes are not, I mean, what is, okay, this, this one will be, I, I, I honestly have no idea, okay, here we go, here we go, something at least a little modern, 10 years ago, geez, all right, in a bind, all right, this is the last joke we'll do, I promise, I promise. 
A man shocked by how his buddy is dressed asks him, how long have you been wearing that bra? The friend replies, ever since my wife found it in the glove compartment. A little, a little cheating joke. Okay, gosh, these jokes, maybe they get better as you go down. I mean, look, these jokes aren't, you know, I wouldn't laugh at them, but I can, you know, I understand them at least. Uh, anyways, at the end of the day, those were part of the hundred best jokes of the last year, you know, 10 years, a hundred years, my fault. Okay. This is, okay. This is for sure. The last one, this is 2019. Somebody wrote this joke. All right. So that's what, how long, four years ago. So hopefully they, they got some fire, you know what I mean? Strikeout. Two old friends, Ned and John, lived for baseball. Then one day, John died, leaving Ned inconsolable. A few weeks later, Ned heard someone calling his name. He looked up. Standing on a cloud was his old pal. Ned, John called down. I have good news and bad. The good news is there's baseball in heaven. Great, said Ned. What's the bad news? You're pitching Sunday. So... I mean, uh, shout, shout out to this guy, Earl Finch. I, you know, he that, that one's at least a little funny, right? But I guess it can already be implied that he's already dead because he's talking to him. So, uh, at the end of the day, these jokes, you know, you got to get, you got to talk to real comedians. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to, you got to watch some listen to some comedians podcast to really get some good fire you know what i'm saying but these were the 100 funniest jokes from the last 100 years um this is on rd.com as well so go check that out if you want after all is said and done we made it 100 episodes thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys like this podcast i hope you guys continue to listen to it for a hundred more and we're going to keep on going and going and going thank you so much for a hundred episodes and uh yeah 100 phew man feels like yesterday i just started episode one it, it feels good thank you guys so much and i'll talk to you guys all next time thank you